0: What is something you do now that you wouldn't have done 10 years ago? Stephanie
1: in Tucson, Arizona. Something I've done now that I wouldn't have done 10 years ago. Get arrested. Being stupid. So you, you would get arrested now? Oh, oh, I <laughs> thought I said 10 years ago. What something I... No, I thought I, I might have misheard the question. What, right what is something you do now that you wouldn't have done 10 years ago? Stay, how about stay out of out of? Oh, place. Something I would have done now that I didn't do 10 years ago. Bang dudes, maybe? That's um, that's a stupid question. What was something I would, l- let me get this together? What is something I would do now that I didn't do ten years ago? What is something you do now that you did not do ten years ago? Fuck! Do I know what I did ten years ago? I think you're reading this real Verbatim,
0: right here. What is something you do now that you wouldn't have done ten years ago? I'm
1: sorry, guys, about this. Okay. Something I would do now that I didn't do ten
2: years ago? Eat sushi. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast. Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly. Jeff,
1: how you doing? Doing pretty good. Just a little tired. Getting up early to bring summer to surf camp. A little rough week this week. (laughs) I hear you. What you been up to, man? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. I saw you last week. Oh, yeah. I did see you last week, didn't I? Yeah, we did one show. I couldn't make the second one. Just getting beat down. Yeah. Anything you want to mention about the NFC East from part two of our series last week before we go? I think you were a little high. On a couple guys. I agreed with Zeke, obviously. I think he could be the number one RB. I think you beat down Hearns a little bit. Probably not as good as Dez, but he's definitely faster and catches the ball every time on that aspect. Got to watch out for a little bit. Rob Kelly, a little more than you think for guys. I think think Rob Kelly, yeah, we'll still have a little bit of factor in there. Who else to see? I believe Carson Woods could finish the number one guy. I'm, I'm on board with that, but I don't know if that would happen. I like how you had Alshon. I think Alshon's going to have a great year this year. I think you're a little too low in Corey Clement. I think you're a little too high on J.J. Okay. I do agree. If Jordan Reed can play healthy, mm-hmm. he'll be nasty, especially with Alex Smith there because he does love his tight ends. Yeah, he does. Both worlds, I think. All right. <laughs> but he definitely focal point on Kelsey. And I think nothing against Kelsey. I think 100% Reed, I'm sure you're on board, is he could be – by far the best tight end in football if he's 100% healthy, just with his speed and his athleticism. Yeah, when he's on the field, man, he's as good as he gets, for sure. I got a question to ask you real quick. Go right ahead. About uh,
0: something that came in the news the other day, pretty late the other day. So I had no idea this was actually going on until this came across the wire yesterday. What are your thoughts on this one?
2: Is it gay? Scratch that. We'll go PC on this one. Is it gay? Anti-heterosexual?
0: How do you feel about male cheerleaders on the NFL sideline this year? Nope. That shit's happening. You'll be seeing some swinging dicks and swinging schlongs just uh, in your face on game days, man. When they break for a uh, commercial, that's what you'll be seeing, man. No more upskirts. You'll be seeing, like, up shorts. you are seeing dicks just floating around, man. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'm don't. i not down with
1: that. Do the curtains match the drapes? Me either. No. Go. Yeah. I understand in college and, and in high school, yeah, you know you. But in the world of NFL, you got hundreds of cheerleaders trying out for a team that are just probably as athletic as some of the guys.
0: Well, you and I both kind of think that Odell Beckham Jr. might have. Uh, well, if any, would, yeah, if any player were to come out in the come out as gay in the NFL,
1: we I think we both can agree Odell Beckham Jr. might yeah. be one of those guys. I can I can see him and Landry being the male cheerleader. Actually, <laughs> while well, you're talking about that. Well, I was thinking, remember
0: uh, years ago, man, I forget who the hell it was for the Buffalo Bills off top. Kind of a shitty wide receiver, but remember he played against the Cowboys, scored a touchdown, went over and proposed to the cheerleader for the Cowboys. She was hot too, man. Remember that? And he was a Bills player? Yeah, he was a Bills player, wide receiver, caught a touchdown in Dallas, goes over to the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader and proposed. You were with me when we were watching the game. It was around Thanksgiving time, maybe like six, seven years ago or something oh, like that. I don't remember really, honestly. Oh, she was hot as shit. Anyway. It was November November 14, 2011. I can see Odell Beckham Jr. pulling some shit like that, man. He goes and scores a touchdown against Dallas, runs over, gets down on one knee, and proposes to Kevin Smith or some shit, some random fucking male cheerleader, man. I can definitely see him doing that. Whether serious or prank, that shit's going to happen. Steelers, Antonio Brown, you might be the one to do that. They always like to fuck around there in Pittsburgh when they score touchdowns. These little little touchdown celebrations. Yeah. David Nelson, that's who it was. I guess it was David Nelson that ran over to this uh, cheerleader for the Cowboys named Kelsey, November 2011, and I guess it wasn't a proposal, but he gives her the ball, and she is the cheerleader for the opposing team. You remember that? No.
1: I. You still don't remember that? Oh, they they were just talking about that on the, yeah. Now what happened? You don't remember that? No. Damn, I remember exactly what your response was. Damn, I'm surprised you don't remember that. I Uh, know, I usually remember everything, too.
0: All right. please subscribe to the show, leave us a review, and if you like the show, please go to the Patreon page at patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios and join our premium membership. Benefits of being a premium member include fantasy draft kits, in-season weekly fantasy football strategies, daily plays of the week, weekly deep sleepers and busts, betting lines, and you get to know us uh, on a little uh, deeper level there. Next yep. level shit. Premium membership started just five bucks
1: a month. Can't beat that shit. With that, we'll have access to us too as an instant email where we can answer some last minute questions on the game days too. Yep, yep. The game day thread. Even me and Chris get in predicaments and we even talk to each other about sometimes we think we should start somebody. Sometimes we start the better matchup and not the better player. It's hard, but sometimes you just got to make that call.
0: All right, today we've got the fourth and final leg of our four-week offseason series, The Division Envision. We're closing out this week with the AFC and NFC West. But first, real quick, man, it's a little Who Am I? A little Who Day.
2: Time for Who Am I? Dirt. Who Day. All right, and the topic of the
0: title of this one here, man, is West Alabama. Are they an NFL powerhouse? All right, so these two guys, we both played. At West Alabama, one went undrafted in 2014. The other was drafted late, round, f- uh, round five, fifth round. We both made the Pro Bowl. We both play in the AFC. One of us has a Super Bowl ring, and the other has made the postseason in both of his first two NFL seasons. Who the hell are we talking about here? What position they play? One plays corner, one plays wide receiver. Okay, and you said uh, one has a Super Bowl ring, and one is... Has been in the playoffs both times, his first two years in the NFL.
1: Ooh. I'm going to say, you said receiver and what? Cornerback? Yeah, corner, yep. I'm going to go with Tyree Kill. Okay, who's the corner? Is that right? That's right. Tyree oh, Kill is right. <laughs> okay, and cornerback, uh, he has a Super Bowl? Corner. Defensive back, yeah. Corner. Yeah, yeah, Super corner. Quarterback. Cornerback. Not corner, corner. He won the Super Bowl his rookie year. Okay. How long has he been in the league now? He went undrafted in 2014. 2014, you said that. My bad. Mm-hmm. 2014, corner. I'm going to go with. Did he play for the the uh, Seahawks? AFC. Oh, I think he's, if I can get my shit together, I'm listening a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Getting a lot of work emails because yeah. of a power outage yesterday. No, 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 you're all lying. I call bullshit. Bullshit! Let's get together, Jeff. Um, let's go with AFC cornerback, to see Super Bowl. I know they, your boy Malcolm Butler.
0: Yep, Malcolm Butler, Malcolm Butler, and uh, Tyree Kill both played at West Alabama before they went out to the NFL.
1: <laughs> That's Pretty crazy.
0: Cool. I know, right? So they played a little bit together. Actually, right before Malcolm Butler came out in uh, 2014, that was his senior year. Tyree Kill. His senior year was 2015, but he was a transfer from Oklahoma State. Oh, because that'd have been nice having them too in, in uh, practice. Yeah, in practice. yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I was. I had researched. I was like, Dan, did they go there at the same time? But oh, not they
1: go head to head last year, and Tiger Kale killed them <laughs> week one. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Never mind. Maybe it wouldn't have been that interesting. <laughs>
0: NFL news. Let's touch on some news from last week here, real quick. North Turner backs up Ron Rivera and saying that Christian McCaffrey will get around 20 to 25 touches per game this season. you buying that? You believe that? Holy. To put it in perspective.
1: Shit balls. If he got 20 to 25 touches, Mm -hmm. he's going to fight for a top five RB in PPR. What would you say? Because if it's eight through the air, he catches everything pretty much unless it's overthrown. But he he doesn't drop anything. So let's say he gets 10 targets a game. Mm -hmm. Two bad throws by Cam. Maybe one hit drop, so seven seven catches there. He's going to get about fifty yards. So you're at twelve points already. Mm-hmm. If he runs another twelve times, he's going to get at least fifty yards, probably in a touchdown. So you're talking about he might be a top three, five PPR guy then. If that's the case, what would you th- if he got that many touches? If he got that many touches, I would think they'd probably he'd probably be out for the season by week six. I don't know, man. He was he got all that many touches at Stanford. I know it's obviously college, but he's. He's built like a little brick house and his dad never got hurt playing football. He's had some weight too. Oh, oh he did. I remember Ed McCaffrey snapping his leg and gets a nasty play. I was on Monday Night Football, I think way back in the day. I think I remember not that. Day. But other than that, like talking about like injuries, but that's breaking the leg is completely different. But I understand that's an injury. But if he was to get that, not get hurt, and you don't think he'd be a top five PPR guy because he's going to at least catch seven balls a game. If he that. stays healthy and that were the case, yes, I, I, he would definitely be
0: a top five PPR back. I would, I would think. Now, having said that, Linda Fournette, he averaged 23.9 touches last year for, for the Jaguars. I don't think McCaffrey's going to get that. I th- I still think maybe 15 to 20. I think he's going to be a low-end RB1 in PPR. I don't think he's going to get 20 to 25 touches again. I don't think he's... Even though he had some weight, I still don't think he, he's going to hold up and do that. I think C.J. Anderson... He's still, still like 220, right? Is he like 220? I can't remember how big he is off top. I did hear he had like 10 pounds of muscle, which is good for him, but I hear that
1: shit about every player every fucking offseason. Yeah. Are you That's intrigued me. about... Do you think... That is the most interesting backfield to watch with CJ and him, just to see how it kind of plays out. Because we know CJ Anderson, if he was to play full season, he's always done. He's he's produced what he's played, and he's got the touches. It it's definitely one of them. It'd be intri- that'd be one of the most intriguing. That would that would uh, that'd be an interesting backfield. I would say Green Bay Packers and New England Patriots are right there too. Now with Sonny Michelle's whole knee procedure shit, I think they're all kind of wide open right now. Nah, the Pats. But it's hard to get those guys to kind of predict. Not really, because a No, from, it is because sometimes they say this guy's starting and he plays one down bones and blows it play the rest of the game. Uh,
0: let's hit on that real quick then, because all right, back when Bel- in Belichick's tenure, right? So the first three years in the league or four years, no, first three years, excuse me. He had Antoine Smith, who was the primary ball carrier over a thousand yards. Then he had Corey Dillon, primary ball carrier over a thousand yards. Then he got Lawrence Maroney, who primary ball carrier before he shit the bin. You know, it's oh seven. He was mm-hmm. a solid player. And then after him, they had, like, nobody. Remember they had
1: Curtis Martin one time, too? Well, yeah, it was before Belichick. That was back I thought he 90s. was 98. I thought Belichick came in 96. No, well, Belichick was on the staff in 96, when not oh. as a coach. Uh, Martin left the Patriots in 97. What was the one running back we were high that one year I drafted in the first round?
0: Steven right. Ridley. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. Because from 2008 to 2012, there was kind of a committee. And then 2012, Stephen Ridley and Shane Boring were drafted. Stephen Ridley was the main guy, 1,200 yards that 2012 season. Actually, Ridley was drafted in 2011, but regardless, it was Ridley until he sucked, and then it was a committee again. And then they got um, LeGarrette Blount, who was a primary guy. And then there was two seasons in there where you had performances from uh, Jonas Gray and a couple other guys like that, Randoms. But for the most part, they've always had a lead back. Even last year, when Deion Lewis was finally healthy enough to take it, he was a lead back, and before him, like Garrett Blunt had like 16 touchdowns the year before that. So, I mean, they've had, they've always relied on one guy to do the dirty work, get the most touches, but they do rotate a couple other guys in there. So, somebody's going to be the primary ball carrier in New England. And I think it's still going to be Sonny Michelle, even though he's got the knee procedure. But we'll get some more of that here when we get to the mailbag because I saw that was uh, one of the mailbag questions. So, Cleveland Browns trade Corey Coleman to the Buffalo Bills. What are your thoughts on that trade? Does it change anything for fantasy in
1: Buffalo? I think what that does is I think they're getting closer to a Des Bryant deal. A one-year deal possibility. Yes, the Browns. Mm-hmm. And that'll help. Obviously, Des go in there. I think that's great for the whole team. The running back committee, they got the worst in the league probably of the committees. not saying they're the worst players, but the worst mess to pick a player out of that backfield. I wouldn't touch any guy right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Blaming bags of hot shit. And then you got Landry. Put him in the slot or maybe even having him in Des. On the other side, with uh, Gordon, I think that could be nasty. I know you weren't that high when you talked about the Browns, but I think Tyrod loves to throw a deep ball, and I think that's going to benefit Gordon, but that's something else. But let's get to the Bills. I think that boosts up Kelvin Benjamin. I think Corey Coleman, Josh Allen's got some nice talent around him right now, I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, they got some pieces there. I mean, their their offense is better. They're going to be better than last year, I think. Yeah, I think Josh Allen's going to be... I know you think he's going to be a bust, journeyman probably, but I think he's going to be... The cream of the crop of these guys. I don't think so. He's a polarizing guy, but you love him or you hate him. That arm, I feel like he could fall into a Jay Color role because he has that rocket arm and he might get too trusting on it and try to fit the ball in bad spots. He could. As far as Des Bryant going to Cleveland, I think that'd be
0: a terrible move by Dez. One you prove it, Dill? I don't think you can prove it there with Tyrod. Tyrod is a guy that doesn't throw for 4,000 yards. He throws for like 3,600. Tyrod loves his little dump passes.
1: I think they'd be good for Dez. Des ain't really a dump guy, though. Travis Landry, I think, is going to have a good season. I just think it'll be a great opportunity, to be honest, my opinion. With that much talent around him, Tyrod's going to flourish. I know you're not high on Tyrod like I am, because I'm a lot higher than he is on him than you are, but mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see. You'll see. Yeah, we'll see. As far as Buffalo with Corey Coleman, I agree with you there, though. I think
0: it does help Kevin, Kelvin Benjamin. Help, hel- I think it helps the whole offense, because Corey Coleman's going to open things up for Kelvin. He's going to take some of that heat off of him as a solid number two. And I think Corey Coleman, he's actually going to creep up into wide receiver three territory now.
1: Yeah, I have a question for you. I know this is not on our show yet, but mm-hmm. just thought about it. What's your opinion? Third year eligibility—you saw that how T.O. Marvin Harrison, Michael Irvin all took their third year to get in. What are these guys doing when they're voting for Hall of Famer receivers? They're leaving up to these pussy-ass writers who get offended about everything.
0: They just hold grudges, man. They just they they take personality into account. I mean, same thing goes for baseball. Like Jim Rice, who was a great hitter back in the day. I mean, I don't even know if he's gotten in yet. And they were like, I know he was coming up on one of his last year's eligibility and they were saying he was a great player, but he was a dickhead in the clubhouse, like with the reporters. So these writers just hold grudges, man. That's all that shit is.
1: But Irvin was dominant when he was on the field. T.O. was dominant. And Harrison couldn't stop that guy with Peyton Manning and him and his, that connection they had in the slot. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. <sighs> man, my boy, Malcolm
0: Mitchell. He's been released by the Patriots. Element is out four games. Cooks has gone to Los Angeles. You got Hogan, you got Chris Hogan, Eric Decker, Kenny Britt, Cordero Patterson, Philip Dorsett as the main guys there. Other than Hogan... Decker. I was going to say, who do you think else steps up? And you think it's going to be Decker, huh? Yep. Decker will fill that slot real nicely. Call me crazy,
1: I think it's going to be Kenny Britt. No way. I, I think, think, the I, first think four games, I think Decker's going to be lined up in the slot. Britt will be outside. You're going to have Belichick in between uh, Decker and uh, Hogan skiing. I still think the first four games while Edelman's out, I think Kenny Britt's going to
0: be pretty decent. I think he has two two good fantasy games uh, the first four weeks while Edelman's gone. All right, this one right here. New York Jets giving Sam Darnold the opportunity to win the starting job. And ESPN's Adam Schefter says Sam Darnold has the best chance to start week
1: one among all the rookie quarterbacks. What do you think? He said he understand. has the best chance to start. He didn't say he, had, he has the best chance to start in New York. What? jeff I think it just fluff in the air. Best start of rookie quarterbacks, not the best start in the Jets. I think McCown still starts week one. I still think it's Sam
0: Darnold that starts week one. Uh, Dolphins, your boy, or your team over here, Dolphins. Dolphins head coach Adam Gase places Frank Gore and Kenyon Drake atop the depth charts. Quote, just to be an asshole. Unquote. Are you more worried about Gore cutting into Drake's workload this year?
1: Yeah. We've been talking about this. I still think it <laughs> I don't know, man. I know we both wanted to see Drake this year run as a three-down back because we think he could do it, but that's just the thing. We're going to have to wait and play it out. I think he might just be bone smoke up in the air. Do you remember that movie back in 2003,
0: Radio, with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Which one? The movie Radio. It was about the retarded
1: guy who <laughs> kind of. That was the like mid-90s, something. right? 2003.
0: Jeremy, who's a diehard Hurricane fan and season tickets and Has met a lot of the players down there. Says that Frank Gore has about the same IQ as radio. Saying that dude is just straight retarded. Have you seen
1: my wiener? What? Have you seen my wiener? Boy, I think was straight gangster back in the day from Miami. Yeah, he was. Frank Gore
0: pisses me off. I'm I'm kind of pissed about Adam Gase sucking Gore's cock, man. That really
2: (laughs) fucking drives me crazy. Division in vision.
1: Do you see what I see? I can't see anything. When they stop. What?
2: Were you saying something? Look, I don't speak Spanish. Denver Broncos. (laughs) Burning questions. Like Ron Mexico at the health clinic. Oh, herpes! Fired
0: up. Number one, what do you expect from quarterback Case Keenum in 2018?
1: I think he's gonna have a pretty similar. It was last year. He might not finish as high, but I think he's gonna get. He's gonna win you some weeks, but he could also lose you some weeks. Would you draft him if you were picking late? Drafting a late quarterback. And for some reason the way the draft fell and just people retards taking quarterbacks early as well as I was going to be able to get good position players and there's probably some guys I'll take before him still yeah I wouldn't <laughs> take him <either>. I wouldn't it's not even my top you it would have 40. to be a crazy draft where I, I hated all the quarterbacks but that's never going to happen because with our leagues that we play and usually everybody takes one quarterback there's like three people that take two quarterbacks so you can still get a top 18 yeah. guy yeah I don't think he's, he's not even my top 20 right now no
0: all right, next one. With the high praise of Cortland Sutton out of Broncos camp, do you think he can be a viable fantasy wide receiver in twenty eighteen? Nope. Nope. Because Case Keenum's throwing that ball to save. So, yeah, and I don't and I don't see Cortland Sutton taking that jump. Even though they're talking about going to three wide receiver sets, I still don't buy it. Next one, who will be the better fantasy wide
1: receiver, Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders? I think Sanders will be more consistent. I think Demarius to have some boom weeks and some bust weeks. Yep, I agree. That yeah. bubble screen, Demaryius is still super fast. He'll get you. He's he's probably the best bubble screen guy in the game. If he gets the the right setup, he'll hit that eighty yard touchdown easily. We've seen it before, multiple times. I still think Sanders a PPR guy's gonna be a PPR monster this year. I agree with him, man. Emmanuel Sanders is gonna hands down be the most productive wide receiver for the
0: Denver Broncos this year. I think Demaryius Thomas catches more touchdowns, but I think Emmanuel Sanders leads that team in fantasy points among wide receivers. Next one, who will be the primary ball carrier in Denver and what projections do you
1: see for the lead running back? Well, I don't trust Booker because this guy's been here and there, here and there for the past three years. I'm going to have to say they have all the hype on Freeman, so I'm going to go with Freeman. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going with Royce Freeman. Over under under 1,000 yards for Royce Freeman. Total?
0: Total yards. Yeah, I think he's right around 1,100 total. I'm going to say about 550 rushing. I'm going to say about 300 receiving. I'm going to give him 800. I'm going to give him less. Nah. Where do you rank the Broncos defense for fantasy in 2018? I still think they're going to break a top 10. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, it's, they're my number five defense right now. Oh, I'm not that high on them. You're not that high on them? No. They lost some pieces. Derek Wolf might not come back this year still. And then obviously, Tlaib left. I don't know.
0: Minnesota's, that I put ahead of them. Probably the Chargers also. I think oh, the Chargers the Broncos to be pretty damn close. Jacksonville are clearly ahead of them. So Rams number one, right? The Rams, I think I do, just because of that division. You like Javel number one? Oh, yeah, Jacksonville number one. I like Jacksonville number one, Minnesota number two. Those are my top two right there.
2: Over, under.
0: For
1: God's sakes, just give me the damn number! Over, under. Quarterback 17 for Case Keenum. Over, under for Keenum. Oh, definitely over. He'll be around 20, out between 20 and 25. Um, yeah. Okay, here we go. Over, under.
0: All right, next one. Wide receiver 17 for Demarius Thomas.
1: Over. I'm following him, uh, uh... it's pretty close. 17 to 22 range. The hell. No.
2: Why? are receiver- you had these guys? That throws everybody off, man. Holy shit. Just throws you off. Jeff, I'm a little confused on what you want maybe i should do it as darth vader wish me some fucking luck here over under jeff i am your fantasy father, father. Faggot.
0: well for case keenum i'm going to go under and say uh quarterback 22
1: oh then uh, i'm going backwards and yeah that's what i've been so, under too i said you- yeah, i know what you meant okay <laughs> i know what you meant uh, well, under would be under 17. Over would be higher than 17. Well, I mean, under is a ranking. Like, I don't think he's going to be higher than like over Oh, okay. 70, but I was just thinking. Okay. Yeah. Different Demary- terminology analysis than our mindset.
0: I, I got gotcha. you. Uh, wide receiver 17 for Demary Thomas. I'm going to take the under on that one as well. I'm going to say somewhere between. I'm going to say right around wide receiver 25. And uh, for
1: wide receiver 23 for Manuel Sanders, where are you going on that one? 23, I think he's going to be under this year. Yeah. Yeah, I like him in PPR a lot this year. Where do you go in Top 20? I got him at 17, where Damaris was. Okay.
2: Are you fucking retarded? What the hell's the matter with you? Do you want me to be fucking retarded? Check the tape. Fantasy replay.
1: Really? I'm going backwards, and yeah, that's what I'm in under, too. I said to you, yeah, I know what you meant. Okay. Under would be under 17. Over would be higher than 17. Okay. Well, I mean, under is a ranking. Like, I don't think, think he's going to be higher than, like, over. Oh, okay. But I was just thinking, okay. I got Manuel Sanders right around where you got him, around wide receiver 17. I think he could push for a, a, a one this year, to be honest. we will get that in my bull prediction. Okay. I don't like him quite that much, but I think he's going to be close. I think I just, with Keenan, the way he plays, center re- reminds me a lot of Thielen. Yeah, oh, he's going to be the Adam Thielen for the
0: Broncos, that's for sure. Uh, last one here, RB25 for Royce
1: Freeman. I'm going to say he's going to go under. Yeah? Yeah. Under, uh, meaning he's going to be ahead or higher than? Yeah, inside. He's going to be inside the top 25. Oh, my God.
0: What the heck are you guys doing? Trying to ruin my life and make me look like a freaking idiot? Goal! I'm going to take the under saying he's going to be outside the top 25. Wait.
1: Uh, how you getting you just – the other before you said over was outside. No. Nah. Under was inside. Over is like higher. I just – earlier in this, this segment, you said over for Keenum. No, or under I'm, for Keenum, that meant yeah. he'd be outside the top yeah. 20. Now you're yeah. saying under for Royce Freeman. You don't, yeah, outside the top 25. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, you said under would be underneath. Like the, he's higher. No, no, lower. If you re-listen to this segment, you're going to see that you just contradicted yourself.
0: Oh, we'll see. We'll, uh, re- we'll rewind it. I mean, we're we definitely this so it.
1: everybody can comment on this. Cause I know I'm right on this. All right, we'll see. Uh, pretty sure I was right.
0: We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll play this. We'll leave it on here. We'll not we'll, we'll touch that up. I so think uh, he's inside the top
1: 25, 22 to 25 range. I'm, th- I'm going to say he's outside top 25. <laughs>
2: Oakland Raiders.
1: I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every fucking time.
2: The fantasy stock market. Buy, sell. You finally found me who can consistently make you make.
0: Buy, sell, hold. hold. Number one, Derek Carr. Top 15 fantasy quarterback. Buy. I'm going to hold right there say he's going to be number 15. Now, you know what? I'm buying him. Magruder in there. The QB guru. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying. Gonna, I'm going to sell that one. I'm going to say he's going to be just outside top 15. I think he's going to be around 16, 17. Just outside the top 15. Next one here, Marshawn Lynch. Nine total touchdowns in 2018. I'm buying. Uh,
1: I think I'm gonna sell. 11.
0: I'm going to sell. I think he's going to get about six or seven. How about Doug Martin as an RB2? Selling. I think I'm going to buy that as a low-end RB2. I think I'm going to buy it right now. Right now, I'm buying it. Subject to change, but right now, I'm buying it. Good reports coming out of there. Yeah, there's always good reports about Doug Martin. That's good true. Re-
1: only good report was his rookie year.
0: <laughs> this next one here is a guy that I've, I've kind of changed my mind about a little bit as we've progressed. Amari Cooper, 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. you buying or selling? I'm buying 1,000 yards. Amari Cooper had 680 yards
1: last year. Are you sure? Positive. Hit that one 300-yard game, remember? Yeah, against the Chiefs. The one week I sat him. (laughs) 301 game. Holy. (laughs) I'm buying on both. With Jordy
0: there, I think it helps him. Yeah, I'm going to buy it as well. I'm going to say that Mark Cooper is going to be right there. I'm going to hold it. Actually, I'm going to hold right there. 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. Next one, Jordy Nelson, wide receiver two. Buying. I'm going to sell that one. I'm going to say he's going to be wide receiver three. Martavis Bryant Wide receiver too Selling Yeah Selling that too I'm not even sure He makes a team man Junior John Gruden's Already saying this guy's a dick I think he's gonna play His way out of the league Because of his attitude Oh yeah Absolutely Punk Yeah True You probably think Because of the beard That I'm really hairy But uh I'm not Shaped
2: Or False
1: You idiot! You come to our house, you get my wife's name right!
0: True or false, Derek Carr will throw more than 26 touchdown passes. True. I'm going to say true. I think he throws 27.
2: Challenge flag.
0: I'll challenge you guys over 27. You want to challenge that? Yep.
2: Challenge accepted.
0: Yeah, I'll accept that one. All right, next one. Marshawn Lynch will have more than three 100-yard rush games this season. Hmm,
1: false. I agree, false. I think he might get one or two, maybe. They don't have that easy of a schedule. Like, the Chiefs have a good defense. The Broncos have a good defense. Chargers. The Chargers have a good defense. He ain't hitting 100 yards in on any of those games. No, definitely not. Unless he has a breakaway of 70 yards, but I don't know if he can run that far anymore. Well, see, I think that might,
0: he might have that one, that one big play that might push him over 100. Yeah. All right, next one here. Jordy
1: Nelson grabs at least 70 receptions and nine touchdowns. I'm going to say true because I think Carr Carr used to like those kind of third options. Now he's probably their second option behind Cooper. But the difference between the the third options he had before is Jordy always gets open in the end zone. Always. He does. He's a
0: good target there. I'm going to go under, though. I'm going to say 65, and I'm going to say seven. Seven touchdowns.
1: Next one. Martavis Bryant will record four or more 100-yard receiving games this year. If he doesn't get cut, true, because he'll have those long touchdowns. I think uh, with the Raiders, I'm kind of high on them because I, I feel like they're going to average close to the 30-point range this year. Okay. I'm going to say fall some Martavis Bryant, by the way.
0: Next one here. Doug Martin will be the primary ball carrier in Oakland. I think it's going to be a 60-40 split. In favor of who? Marshawn. It say- might even be 55-45. I'm gonna say sixty forty the other way with Doug Martin getting the majority of touches. Okay, Lynch is just too old, and yeah, I think Martin, I think he'll do okay.
2: Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> Burning questions like Ron Mexico at the health clinic. Oh, herpes! Number one.
0: Will this be a career season for Melvin Gordon? A lot of people saying he's going to have a br- big breakout year this year. False. In, catching. False? I'm going false. Uh, Well,
1: it's actually just not true or false. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm going to no, say. I like Eckler a little bit this year. People are down on him, but I think Eckler's a sneaky good. I'm going to say it's not going to be a career for Melvin Gordon. I think he's going to be an RB1. Uh,
0: Runner number 10 is where I got him right now. But I don't think he's going to have a huge year like some people are saying. Some people are saying like he could be a thousand and thousand guy. I don't see that at all. Way too many guys on that Chargers offense to eat up those targets. So there's no way. Uh, next one here. Do you expect Keenan Allen to put up similar stats to 2017? Yes, sir, I do. I think he's going to come down a little bit because there's another guy I kind of like. But uh, I think they're going to be roughly similar. I think the catches come down. Not significantly, but probably 10 to 15 fewer catches, probably about 100 to 200 fewer yards. Next one here. This is a hypothetical. If Antonio Gates returns, is he a tight end one?
1: Yes. I'm going to say he's not. I'm going to say he's going to be around tight end 15. I say yeah, because Henry's not there this year. So I think he would be a focal point. I just don't think he
0: gets the volume. I think he's going to be a touchdown dependent tight end. Daily plays, I think he's going to be pretty solid for you, but uh, I wouldn't like to have him season long. I think he's just too old and... Like I said, with Gordon, too, just too many miles in that offense right now. Next one here, this is your boy, I guess. Does Austin Eckler have standalone fantasy value this year? Yes. I'm going to say he doesn't. I think he's going to need a Melvin Gordon injury to be a viable fantasy starter there. All right, last one here. Who will be the best wide receiver not named Keenan Allen? Mike Williams. Yeah, you got Travis Benjamin currently second on the depth chart, Tyrell Williams starting slot wide receiver on the depth chart, and Mike Williams who's fourth on the depth chart. And I agree with you. I'm going Mike Williams also. He's too talented not to be. Yep. And that's why I think he's going to take away some of the Keenan Allen's production there for this year.
2: Would you rather... Question. What would you rather be? A bear or a dog?
0: I want to be a bear dog. Half dog, half bear. That way, I could live in the house, but... I still get to make a duty out in the woods.
2: What's up? No.
0: Would you rather own Corey Davis or Mike Williams this year? Corey Davis. How about for Dynasty? Corey Davis because Mariana's a lot younger. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to say Corey Davis. Although I think Mike Williams for this year, though. Dynasty, Corey Davis. Next one. Would you rather own Melvin Gordon or Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Dynasty, too? Yes, sir. I agree with you. Would you rather own Philip Rivers or Eli Manning for 2018? Philip Rivers.
1: Philip Rivers? Yeah, I know know you're going Eli. Yeah, I'm going Eli on this one. Last one here. Those guys, you both can get past the 10th round probably. Oh,
0: yeah, both of them. Yeah, I I didn't say Big Ben. You can probably get late too. And I would say Big Ben's in that draft class of 04. I'm going to say Big Ben's going to be the worst this year out of those three. And that's not going to be a bad worst. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to be bad. I don't think he's going to be QB1, though. Last one.
1: Would you rather own Chargers defense or Broncos defense? Chargers. Because the Broncos got to play those offense guys. And I just think playing the Broncos offense twice compared to playing the Chargers twice is a difference. I think I'm going to lean towards the Broncos defense.
0: I think Bradley Chubb kind of boosts them up. I think they're very similar defenses. I think I'm going to give the Broncos a slight edge there.
2: Best case scenario?
0: Oprah,
1: Barbara Walters, your wife.
2: Worst case scenario?
1: You got to fuck one, marry one,
2: kill one. Go.
0: Playing a full healthy season. So, barring injury. What's the best and worst finish for these players? Phillip Rivers. Uh, Top eight. What's the worst he could be? Twelve. How about Melvin Gordon?
1: Four to six. Four to six. Best. Worst out of the top 15.
0: All right. And what about um, Keenan Allen? Number one. Worst. Number 15. All right. Since you did that, since you went the uh, QBs, or oh, the position rankings, I'm going to go with stats here. Philip Rivers, I'm going to say this is the best for him is 4,700 yards, 32 TDs. The worst, I think, is 3,800 yards and 24 TDs. For Melvin Gordon, I think the best for him is 1,300 rushing yards, 650 receiving, 15 total touchdowns. I think the worst, which I think is going to be closer to, uh, 850 yards rushing, 350 receiving, 8 total touchdowns. I do think Gordon gets over 1,000 yards rushing, though. And Keenan Allen, I think his best, 100 uh, 100 catches, 1,500 receiving yards, 15 touchdowns. And his worst, I think, is 70 catches for 950 and 7.
2: Kansas City Chiefs.
0: All right, Kansas City Chiefs, and we're gonna go.
2: You okay? I'm just dandy. Shit! I got a bowl of chocolate pudding in my underpants. Or legit. We didn't have any pudding in there.
0: Some stat lines here for you. you tell me if it's shit or legit? Number one, Pat Mahomes, 4,000 yards passing, 24 touchdowns. Legit. I agree. I think that's legit. Kareem Hunt, 1,100 rush yards, 50 receptions, 450 receiving, 12 total touchdowns.
1: I don't like that 50 receptions. You don't like that? Nah. I think 40 is more realistic.
0: I'm going legit on that one. Tyreek Hill, 1,000 reception. Uh, A 1,000 receiving yards, 1,000 receptions is shit. (laughs) Tyreek Hill, (laughs) 1,000 receiving yards and nine touchdowns total. Shit. Sammy Watkins, 850 receiving yards, nine total touchdowns. Legit. I agree, I'm going legit. Last one here, Travis Kelsey, 900 receiving yards, 12 touchdowns. Legit. I'm going to say shit. I'm going to say half shit on that one. It's a half shit. It's a turtler, man. I'm going to say 900 yards is legit I'm going to say that 12 touchdowns It's kind of shitty Because I don't think He's going to hit that I, mean, I think he's going to be Right around uh, I nine or 10, 10 touchdowns I think, yeah, yeah 9, nine or 10 10, 10. said earlier
2: True or false
0: True or false Pat Mahomes will have More fantasy points Than Mitch Trubisky Dak Prescott Derek Carr And
1: Case Keenum I'm going to say He'll beat three of those four three Derek is. Carr Gotcha. Yeah I'm going to hmm.
0: I'm going to go true I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna outproduce those guys. Well, you know what, Derek Carr. Hmm. It's yeah,
1: just I think was I'm with so you. hard when you do one against five or four right there. Yeah, I think I'm with you though. I think I'm gonna go false on that. Cause one. Because Dak can get you with if he rushes an average of sixty yards a game rushing right there. That's gonna, that's a huge bump. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna go false. Kareem Hunt will have more fantasy points than Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook. Nope, I'm going true. You don't think so? You think both of them have more points or who?
1: Uh, You're going Fournette probably, I definitely think Fournette will beat him. I think him and Cook will be I think he'll beat Cook. I think Hunt
0: blows both of them out of the water. (laughs) Next one. Tyree Kill will be a top 10 fantasy wide receiver. Nope. I agree. False. Sammy Watkins will score more touchdowns than Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, and Demarius Thomas.
1: Man, that's going to be close right there. Cooper gets the yeah. drop He's in the end zone for some reason mm-hmm. No, nah, I think Keenan is probably going to beat him because I think Sammy gets about 8-10 to 10, but I think Keenan might get 11-14 to 14. Mm-hmm. damn he's one of those players that do not drop passes remember a couple of those times when we seen him just get laid out he still got the ball for some reason I don't know how he killed under the ball a couple of times these past couple of years when he'd get hurt tore his ACL and he still got the ball in his hand I was going to say yeah I'm pretty sure both, both of his big injuries there he actually he, caught the ball on those. and didn't <laughs> drop it and the other player rolls over and screams, and he's like, got the ball like, oh, I have no leg. I have no legs. Yep, exactly. He ain't got no legs. <laughs> We've already seen
0: this. Oh, man. I, you know, I'm going to agree with you, too. I think Sammy Watkins is going to be close to him. I think Sammy Watkins, eight, nine touchdowns. I think Keenan Allen's going to get double digits. Keenan Allen last year had 102 catches, just under 1,400 yards, six touchdowns. Only six touchdowns last year.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Yeah, he only had six. I think he definitely surpasses that this year.
2: Division recap. <laughs> fantasy locks.
0: Who are your fantasy locks for the Denver Broncos? I
1: I like Sanders a lot this year. And their defense. Demaris Thomas? Uh, yeah. No. I think he's yeah. gonna be a starter. I'm just saying I don't know if I'm gonna lock him on my fantasy team in a wide receiver too. Or f- I guess flexes, but I have better options for flex. I don't have any fantasy teams yet, but I already know I have better options in my head. <laughs> I just can't trust yeah. him. Well, daily plays, he's worth the price. I think because he's gonna hit you. He he'll, he'll have those boom weeks and those bus weeks. He's one of those players now. I have yeah. to see I have to see some training camps with him, but I, I just no. <laughs> I have him Nemarius. I would draft him as if in a bind. Depending the draft, I would draft him as a number two or flex. But I'm just—I don't really have any interest in him this year. I don't really have any
0: interest in him myself because he's kind of a soft player. But uh, my fantasy locks—I'll say Mandel Sanders as a wide receiver two. I'll say Demarius Thomas as a wide receiver two, three, and I will say Broncos defense right there with you. How about the fantasy locks for the Raiders? Carr, Cooper, Jordy. You think Jordy, huh?
1: Yeah, I think he's a—he's a low end two. Middle two. I think he's going to have a, a nice year. Like, you know, obviously Carr's not Rodgers, but Carr's got a hell of an arm. Yeah. And you know Carr is only the one one of the two quarterbacks last year that threw a touchdown every game he played. Oh, did he? No, I didn't know that. It was That's him and happen. Wins, I think.
0: Nice. Uh, locks for the Raiders for me. I'm going to go... Hmm. I can't say Carr because so I don't think he's going to be a top 12. I will say... I'll say Doug Martin is an RB three. I will say Mari Cooper as a wide receiver, a low one, a high two, and I will say
1: that's about it for me. Is that uh, fat guy still there? Which one for the Raiders running back that messes exactly. everything up every year for everybody? Uh, the fo- Marcel Reese, yeah, from back in the day. No, he's. Yes. I don't even think he do, do play. What about on. the other guy? <laughs> There's those two little fat guys that always mess everything up for Fanny. Michael Bush, back. not Michael Bush, the other guy. Because Reese was 45. Who was there last year? Reese was 45. Last year. I don't
0: uh, know. I can't remember off top. Hmm. Fat guy for the Raiders. I don't know. Rob Ryan was there for a while. I don't know. He wasn't running the ball. (laughs) Fantasy locks for LA Chargers. Rivers, Keenan, Gordon, defense. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Rivers, Gordon, Keenan Allen, defense. And I think Mike Williams is a wide receiver three. How about the Kansas
1: City Chiefs? Hunt, Kelsey. I like what you know. What uh, I don't know if I can do Watkins and Hill every week, but daily, I think there are going to be some booms for you. I just don't. I just they're too up and down for me. I have to see a little bit more from Mahomes. But I'm getting on that page, man. Reading all those reports and seeing everything come out of KC, they say Mahomes looks like the best quarterback they have had in a while. That doesn't that doesn't give me any props for Alex Smith, but. Hmm. That that team with the talent around it is one of my top three teams I want to see this preseason to kind of see how it works out with Mahomes because I know me and you last year liked him a lot. We thought he might take it some 10s, but Alex Smith played his best year of all, all football ever in his life. Yeah, he did. So he played, he played his video game year last year, I think. That was his video game highlights. Oh, yeah, so that was his one year. Yeah, that was pretty Anderson. He's one of the most intriguing quarterbacks I want to watch this year.
0: Yeah, he's one of mine, too, for quarterbacks. And real quick, when I say last year was his Brady Anderson year, Brady Anderson was a guy who played baseball back in the 90s who went from the Red Sox to the Orioles, hit 50-something home runs, and then went back to being shit again. And that's what Alex Smith's going to be. For the Chiefs, I'm going to go Kareem Hunt. I'm going to go Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. And I'm going to say I'm not going to call Sammy Watkins a lock, but I'm definitely high on him. Same with Pat Mahomes.
2: Stealth Mode.
0: All right, flying under the radar. Denver Broncos. Anybody flying under the radar right now, based on their ADP? On the Broncos, the way they boosted up
1: Sutton, but I know we both aren't going to draft him. No. And then Dallas uh, is an injury. I think if you take Freeman, you almost might have to take Booker late in the draft. I wouldn't, because I don't think Booker's a very good handcuff. Because I think Booker's. I think he's garbage too. But we, I don't know. Not really. I guess Sutton and maybe Keenan, if he played half like a three fourths what he did last year, he would be, he wouldn't be a bad flyer. I'm gonna say Emmanuel Sanders is still flying under the radar because he's still going late in drafts. Well, is he? He's ADP. It's like seventh now, right? Eighth. Yeah, somewhere on there. Yeah. I would reach fifth to take him if he was there in the fifth. I I definitely take him in the fifth. Oh, would too. De- depending how the draft is. If there's a player there that people are just let it slip, obviously. You know, if there's like a Kelsey or a Gronk or a Reed in the fifth, I think me and you're both going to take him before we take Sanders because then we got a lock tight end. Yeah, uh, well, Reed, Reed you can get pretty late right now, but um, I think he's going to start shooting up the boards out there preseason.
0: He could. Gronk's going second round right now. That's way too high for for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking a tight end that early. No, no, third round I I consider Gronk, but uh, I don't. I still don't think I'd do it. Uh, Oakland Raiders. Play Jordy. Okay.
1: What's he going to tenth, eleventh round? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Doug Martin. Yeah, I know you like Martin a lot this year. Right now, I
0: do. Could change when I see uh see him in action. How that plays out there in the preseason when we get to you games. Know, I,
1: we've always been a fan of a fan of the the juggernaut or juggernaut. We just I still call him the muscle Hampshire. Yeah, I like the muscle hamster too. too. <laughs> just there's some uh he helped me win that league his rookie year, but they're just. We're iffy on him. About the Doug or not, man. I was talking more about that a while back when we did a show once. What are you talking about? The one time <laughs> when we were doing that you draft? You can't give yourself your own nickname. No, remember when we were doing that draft and I drafted Doug Martin? You're like, you drafted a white running back? I was like, effing, did I really draft a white running back? It's a year. Yeah, you, guys you guys Google Google are all him. messing with me for some reason. I thought he was white. Yeah, yeah, go Google him. And then, uh, yeah, the white running back thing is scary. Yeah, but that was good. You guys all had me going. You, Mike. Yeah. The chap, yeah. cheapo guy that took our fantasy money and spent it and couldn't pay anybody out. Oh, yeah. Um, what the hell is his name again? Broke-ass. Yeah, Broke-ass. And yeah. they had these superlatives every week. and never paid anybody the superlative money because he spent it. We had to tell him, when you get the fantasy money, you don't spend it. So that year after, I started taking the money.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember that following year at the draft,
1: I was kind of ripping into him. like He's like, hey, everybody going to pay me? We're like, no, we're not giving you any money. Yeah. (laughs) You spend the fancy money like you're trying to win, and you're usually in the bottom four.
0: Yeah, that was uh, definitely pretty fucked, that's for sure. All right, Chargers. I think Mike Williams is flying way under that radar. I agree with you. I think it's just Mike Williams for me, too,
2: for the Chargers. Time for some home cooking. The recipe for success, Chef Ramsay style. Gentlemen, today is about consistency. Are you consistently shit? You're going to blow fire in your face, you fucking donkey. I don't give a fuck if you got a thumb up, your fat crack. Give me nine fucking chops, you stupid thick bitch. you look like chef. the female version of fucking Hannibal Lecter. Put your fucking tongue in and concentrate. Fucking bimbo, look at yourselves in the mirror because it's a fucking disgrace. You are so shit you don't realize what you do. Fuck you.
1: All right, top five AFC West targets for Fantasy 2018. Who are your top five guys? My top five guys kind of did like a breakdown. Like I did try to get one on every team and in a position. So I wouldn't mind having Rivers because you can get him late. Mm -hmm. We both would take Kelsey in the fifth easily, fourth. We both like Kelsey as a top three tight end. I like Keenan Allen. I know we never do this, but I love the Chargers defense this year. I think they're going to be nasty in Emmanuel Sanders. If I could get those five on my team, I'd be looking all right. At five, I'll take Doug Martin. You know, if I can get him
0: late, I need to run him back for, for depth or whatever. Sammy Watkins on my list. Mike Williams. Emmanuel Sanders. Kareem Hunt. Those you could guys. get all five of those guys. Just draft them yep. first, second, third, fourth, fifth. You got them. Good. I wouldn't want to take all of them. <laughs> but um, uh, from this division. Those the West are does got some numbers. talent, though. Oh, yeah.
2: The Fantasy, Fantasy Starting Lineup. All right, give me your AFC West Starting Fantasy Lineup.
1: AFC West Starting Fantasy Lineup. And my quarterback, Phillip Rivers. My RB1, Kareem Hunt. My RB2, Melvin Gordon. My wide receiver, 1, Keenan Allen. My wide receiver, 2, Emmanuel Sanders. My wide receiver, 3, Flex, Slash, RB, would be Emmanuel Sanders again. <laughs> hey, can I do two for one? Double on, double on down. <laughs> I'm going to go Amari Cooper, and then I'm going to go for my tight end, obviously, Kelsey, my kicker. I'm going to take our boy, Brandon. Might at say his last name? Oh, McManus. McManus for my kicker and my defense. I'm taking the Chargers.
0: I got the same exact... Starters is you, except for a kicker in defense. Kicker, I'm going to take Harrison Bucker for the Chargers, and I'm going to take the Denver Broncos defense. Cool.
2: Wrecking Ball. Wrecking your fantasy season worse than Terry Crews wrecking Miley Cyrus's snatch.
1: I came in like a wrecking ball.
0: All right, Wrecking Ball, give me one player from each team that you feel is most likely to wreck your fantasy team in 2018. Let's start with the Broncos. Demarius Thomas. I agree with you. Demarius Thomas. How about the Raiders? Marshawn Lynch. I'm also going to agree with you, Marshawn Lynch. How about the Chargers? Melvin Gordon. Keenan Allen scares the shit out of me because that dude can go down in a second. That's true. So I think you got 1A1B one one
1: there, those two guys. Yeah, yeah. I can get behind Melvin Gordon too. Because they're both going to the top. In the first top 15 First picks. two rounds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, how about the Chiefs? Tyreek Hill. He's still a top three. He's getting drafted to the third, right? Third or fourth? ADP is still yeah. third? Yeah. Yep. I don't I'm know going. if I touch him. I'm going right there with you,
2: Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I don't know if I touch him either. Busting out like bad Amy's ass in spandex. Hulk Hogan style. All right, busting out AFC West Guys, you think you're gonna break
1: out in 2018? You can do one from each team, or you can just do your top four or five. Let's do Power I think it's out. best we do from one each. Yep. One from each team. All right, good. Derek first. Carr for the Raiders, man. I think he's gonna be booming back in the top of the half of the uh QB ones. Definitely sure. the QB one ranges, share For the Broncos, Sanders, I think he's gonna break it out, bust some people open there. And then for the, the Chargers, I'm I'm liking uh Mike Williams. I think he's going to have his breakout year finally, year three in the league. And then for the Chiefs, Sammy Watkins. I think he's going to bring it back a couple of years and hit those good strides. All
0: right. I'm going to go Amari Cooper for the Raiders. I think this is going to be a big bounce back year for him here. I'm going to go Pat Mahomes for the Chiefs. Mike Williams yep. grew there for the Chargers. And... Going Emmanuel Sanders also for the Denver Broncos.
2: Fire up the prediction machine. Five not bold, but what I believe will happen. Predictions. All right, how about five bold
1: or not so bold predictions for the AFC West? I've got I've some emails. I've seen a lot of emails from you guys talking about let's get some realistic bold predictions that I go bold or home. So I did pump the brakes a little bit. I brought it back a little bit for you guys. Thank you for the 73 emails. From last week, about calming it down. So more realistic. Sanders a top ten PPR. Okay. Philip Rivers top eight QB. Carr and Cooper both break the top twelve in their position. Kelsey finishes tied in one. Mahomes the top fifteen. Is that better and more realistic for you too, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I'll challenge the uh, Cooper and Carr one if you want. No, nah, it's just uh, bold predictions are hard to challenge. Okay.
0: All right, I'm going to go Melvin Gordon finishes outside of RB8. Mike Williams, I'm going to say he's going to go 800 yards, eight touchdowns. Kareem Hunt, RB5. Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver, 18. Doug Martin, top 30 running back. So when you say challenge the current Cooper, what do you want to challenge there? Oh, I'll challenge it. They both do not finish as top 12 options. I'll even go as as low as top 15 at at their positions. I'll put, I'll challenge you that Car finishes top 15. That Car finishes top 15 quarterback?
1: Yeah. Mm. Did we just do that challenge though? What challenges did we do so far this show? We did one. This show? Yeah, we got one so far. That was, uh, was it Car? I
0: have to go pull it back. I don't think so.
1: You want to do Car Top 15? Um, yeah, I'll do Car Top 15. Sounds good. Challenge flag.
2: Challenge accepted.
1: Challenge accepted. And obviously, if it was the other one before, we'll just go with the one ever. It's better for me. (laughs) If they're both a car. But I think it might have been a car challenge. I'll I'll double check. (laughs) All right.
2: Rank them. One, two, three, four, five.
1: All right,
0: division winners and standings. Who's your winner and how does it play out the rest of the way? So, for the division
1: winners in this division, I have... Surprisingly, I have I have Gruden coming back and being the mindful master. I think they're going to go eleven and five. The Raiders, followed by the Chargers at ten and six. Then I got the Broncos and uh, and the Chiefs both nine and seven. Okay, I got the Chargers winning the division. I got the Chiefs coming in second,
0: Broncos third, Raiders fourth. I think Chargers will go ten and six, 11 and five. I'm going to say Chiefs. Broncos and Raiders are all going to be between nine and seven, seven and nine, right around there. But
1: yeah, that's how I see it. One, two, three, four. Pretty right, tough division. We we're pretty close with the records because they're 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 going to beat up each other. All right, ready to get the mailbag? <laughs> yes, sir.
2: Bag. Can we talk
1: about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind.
0: All right, Number one, with the Doug Baldwin injury, where do you think he ranks among wide receivers and where would you draft him? Brian, in
1: Houston, Texas. I always get worried with these kind of injuries because they're stupid, but then they can affect your season. I still think he plays through injury a lot, 15 to 25 range. I know that's a wide range. If you want me to narrow it down, I'll go 18 to 20.
0: Right now, as of today, I got Doug Baldwin as, Doug Baldwin as my wide receiver 15. I've got Doug Baldwin as my wide receiver 15. He'll be drafted late second round or early third round. I don't like it unless he falls in round four. Is where I take him. And that's all I'm going to say on Doug Baldwin right now. Next one: Are you still high on Are you still high on Darius Geis? Even though Rob Kelly has slimmed down and he's taking reps with the first team, Carlos and Queens of New
1: York. This kind of is what you were just talking about earlier. Yeah, you can. I'm sure you'll confirm on this too, Chris. I haven't been high on Geis yet, as you. And I've always liked Rob Kelly. Maybe a little uh, favoritism because the last name. Yeah. But I don't think Geis is gonna perform as high as you guys do because I think Kelly will be a factor. I'm I'm still high on Geis. I don't think Kelly's gonna his work. I, I just I just
0: don't see it. I think Guys is too talented. But it does worry me a little bit that he's taking first team reps there. <laughs> I'll be honest. But I, I'm still taking Geist. Alright, next one. Are you guys worried about Sony
1: Michelle after the knee procedure? Corey in Pompano Beach, Florida. Uh, Chris is super high in Sonny Michelle. I think Burkhead and James White's going to have more of a factor than Chris thinks.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you, man, it worries me a lot. I mean, he's dealt with knee injuries before in college, and look, we're just having a boy, Malcolm Mitchell, with the knee injuries, man. I mean, I'm real nervous about Michelle right now. And I think you're right, Burkhead is climbing up the rankings. But until further notice, let's see how he comes back, Michelle, before the. Let's see how he comes back by week three of the preseason. That'll kind of tell me right then and there where. Sonny Michel is going to be in my final rankings before we hit the regular season. Next one here. Which do you think was a better Hall of Fame wide receiver? T.O. or Randy Moss? Sean in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania?
1: T.O. I'm going Randy Moss. Why do do you say T.O.? Looking through his years, how he played every year, he was a factor. Randy Moss had some down years, had down years at the end of Minnesota, had down years in Raiders, and then he came back to New England for that one year and balled out. It was more than one year. Yeah, he in didn't New, England. New England, yeah, he ball out that one year. He didn't. Oh, ball he out went, like he went balls out in 2007, going yeah. crazy. And he had records. like two great years in Minnesota. Look at To, he thrived in Philly, thrived in Dallas, thrived in San Fran. I'm, I'm going Randy Moss, and maybe it's a, a, a little bias. biased. You're a little biased. I mean, To, as, no no as an NFL owner, you would have had rather had Randy Moss than To. They're both nutcases, so you can't go on the factor of their yeah. Yeah, uh, you know uh, the consistency work that T.O. put in. He's number two ranked in all those things for a reason. The only thing I'll say about
0: Randy Moss is that went on. I don't think there have been a better playmaking or deep ball wide receiver oh, no, in the league. I, I agree with you catching that ball in the speed, but overall. <laughs> but consistency, I'll give you. I'll give you that with T.O. because no matter who the quarterback was, whether it's Jeff Garcia or whoever the hell was throwing him the ball, you know throughout his career, he's always produced. You know, I think it's close. I think Randy Moss, if he would have had... Uh, if he would have stayed in Minnesota or played with the Patriots' the entire career... I don't know. Shit could be a little different. I don't know. They're both out there, though. Uh, next one. Is he there had a, three different quarterbacks with three different teams still played great? Yeah, no, he did. I mean, Randy Moss with Matt Castle, though, still over 1,000 yards and double their touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. But uh, is there a running back being drafted outside the top 10 at the position that you think could finish as a top five fantasy running back,
1: Dan, in San Diego, California? I think we might have... I'm going to do... Uh, I got three names on my I'm going to throw him two right off Rip Howard and Drake. All right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna
0: to agree with you on Jordan Howard. I'm also going to go Darius Geis. And Ooh, top five? I think he could be. Oh, boy. don't No one draft Geis if Chris is this high on somebody. <laughs> and I'm going to say Aaron Jones. That's another guy. That could oh, do my it. gosh. Here we go with this again. Taking a shot. I think Jordan Howard is the best opportunity, but I could yeah. see the other two
1: guys, if they get the workload, I think they could do it with the talent. Do you know Aaron Jones? Are you jerking him somewhere or something? Uh, You're way too high on Aaron Jones. (laughs) Yeah. Way too high. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But we'll see. Because I'll tell you, the
0: first two weeks, Jamal Williams has got a fucking brutal-ass scheduled open season. Minnesota
1: and Chicago. Two tough-run defenses. So, if Jamal Williams the first two weeks gets pounded in the ass like fucking Aaron Hernandez. Gets a touchdown each game and gets between... 100-150 100 150 total yards. Is Aaron Jones gonna get much play when he comes back. No, we're gonna. I can't wait to the start so we can you could get off AJ's and apologize to people halfway through the season about Aaron Jones. I'll challenge you right now. Aaron Jones has more fantasy points and better statistics
0: than Jamal Williams for the whole season.
1: Then I get two free games. Then you get. T- two- then I already challenge you to Ty Montgomery with him.
0: Yeah, I believe so. <laughs>
1: Do you want to make it a
0: three-way? <laughs> three way? Three.
1: Uh, you can come join me and AJ over here. If you're the only one that like three-way with guys. <laughs> I already got one guy against Aaron Jones. If he if he can't beat Ty Montgomery, we'll just let him go against Ty Montgomery one-on-one. Okay. All Okay. right, next one. Grade the trade, Dynasty League, half-point PPR.
0: I traded Jimmy Garoppolo, David Johnson, Amari Cooper, Alan Hearns, and Will Fuller for Ezekiel Elliott and Odell Beckham Jr., who won the trade, Scott and Chattanooga, Tennessee. Now, here's his roster. Here's Scott's roster here. He's got Philip Rivers, Jared Goff, Sam Darnold as his quarterbacks. Running backs, he's got Lashawn McCoy, Lamar Miller, Latavius Murray, Naheem Hines. Wide receivers, he's got Marquise Lee, Larry Fitzgerald, Pierre Garçon. Tight ends, Cameron Bray, Ed Dixon. Now, other dudes roster who traded away Zeke and OBJ. He's got Alex Smith and Lamar Jackson as quarterback. Running backs are Todd Gurley, Dalvin Cook, Rex Burkhead. Wide receivers, Alshon Jeffrey, Sammy Watkins, Sterling Shepard, Ted Ginn.
1: Tight end, Jared Cook, Jesse James. Who won the trade, Jeff? With this trade, it's almost pretty even, but I see why the guy wanted... I'm surprised that guy with his team, he gave up Zeke and OBJ because with Gurley, and he has decent other receivers, but now he definitely added depth. It almost seems like he did this trade just for a quarterback because I think David Johnson and Zeke might be pretty close to a wash there. Obviously, Dax is younger. Overall, he might have won this trade. Not you, the other guy because <laughs> not nah, Scott you're saying yeah he added depth
0: the other guy did I'll say this real quick I think it's a great trade well I think it's a good trade for both yeah I think it clearly helps both teams fill areas where they're weak or it helps them solidify every position on their roster but I don't know why this guy would give up on Zeke and OBJ in the Dynasty League for what he received in return I mean DJ is 27 years old by the way he's 27 he's an older dude he was like 24 25 or 24 I believe when he came in the league but I think the team trading away Zeke and Odell Beckham Jr. lost the trade. So Scott, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you those two guys, man, because for Dynasty, I think they have a lot more longevity for um,
1: for Dynasty leagues. It seemed like he just really wanted your quarterback. You could it probably like get you your, high on Jimmy G. Yeah, you could have probably kept. Man, eh. yeah, I always say this: if you're happy with your trade and you feel like you won, you won. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes people think you lost, but that's what you're going for a different plan. So. I'm with Chris. It helps both teams. I think it gives you better, but we'll see. I do like the guy's depth that he got returned.
0: Next one here, a two-part question. What are the best and worst fantasy team names you've ever heard? What are the best and worst pet names you've ever heard? Blake in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm so going to actually... The best team names first. Best or worst team names first.
1: My fellow host over here, I think Chris had one of the best names ever about three, four, four years ago, five years ago. He has, it hurts when I, I fart. It hurts when I fart. So I like that one. When he had Ertz in Eifert, Chris got me that Chris got year. that year. That's when Ertz was mean. that's when Ertz was a rookie and I was boosting Ertz up. Chris snagged his ass right before I was a take him. He didn't be dirty. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh everybody's got that name these
0: days. They got that one where they got my Balzac Ertz. How about worst team names? Bowden Boys. Okay. Shout
1: we out we to go. my boy Roy McDaniel. He's a big FSU fan. Well, at least when we play with him, he always drafts people from FSU that suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Bowden boys, that's for uh, college. Let's get it together, Hobie.
0: I'm going to say best team names. I liked Hardcore Porn. So that's pretty good. Golden Taint, one that I've had back in the day. And I'll even throw in Tito's Peanuts. I thought that was pretty decent back in the day. Worst team names, I think the, the My balls Zach Ertz and Ertz when I fart. When it, or for Ertz when I fart. I think those are kind of overplayed these days. So I'll say nowadays, today, I'll say those are the worst ones because everybody's got that should do this. How about uh, best pet name? Where are you going?
1: Best pet name. I'm going to go Tyson, man, for uh, a pit. It's always nasty because they they get you. I don't think pits are aggressive dogs at all. I think it's the way you raise them. I am kind of biased. I have a pit massive and she's the most loving dog in the world. But I just like Tyson for some reason and I hate to do this to my daughter, but she has a dog and she named it Cat. <laughs> I don't know what's going on like with her. It. I like it. That's definitely her mom. <laughs> Not her mom's part, but sorry to call you out, Summer, but you have a dog named Cat. <laughs> you Speaking agreed of, uh... on that? That's horrendous. I, I I I like
0: it though. That's I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> kind of uh, I don't know. I have a dog that acts like Cat, but uh, I also have a dog that. Uh, so you were saying a pit bull named Tyson, right? Because I have a dog named Tyson. He ain't no pit bull. Though. He's, a, he's a malt, a malt maltese chihuahua, a little, little shit dog that uh, is also my daughter's kid, uh, my daughter's dog. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, for me, best pet names for a dog, I'm going to say Dave. I think it's pretty damn hilarious to just see a dog named Dave. I don't know. And for a cat, I know, I knew a cat named Travis. Uh, so I guess like very regular, like white guy names for animals. I just, I just think that's freaking hilarious. Except for this one, my worst one, which uh, I'm gonna go with Chauncey. I think Chauncey's a terrible pet name. Uh next one here. What is something you do now that you wouldn't have done ten years ago? Stephanie in
1: Tucson, Arizona. Something I've done now that I wouldn't have done ten years ago? Get arrested yeah. being stupid. So you you would get arrested now? Oh. Oh I <laughs> thought I said ten years ago? What That'd something so. I no. I thought I might have misheard the question. what, right what is
0: something you do now that you wouldn't have done ten years ago? Stay, how about stay out of out of the place?
1: Oh, places. something I would have done now that I didn't do ten years ago. Yeah. Bang okay. dudes, maybe. That's I don't, that's a stupid question. What was something I would? Let me get this together. What is something I would do now that I didn't do ten years ago? Yeah. Or something I do now that I did ten years ago? What is something you do now that you did not do ten years ago? Fuck! Do I know what I did ten years ago? I don't know. I came up with one. I came up with one. I'm confused. I, I, let me read Let me reread this question Chris I think you're reading this room I'm reading verbatim right here What is something you do
0: now That you wouldn't have done 10 years ago
1: I'm sorry guys about this Okay Something I would do now That I didn't do 10 years ago Is Eat sushi For me it was just
0: It's watching the ID channel man I didn't used to watch it like that But now I watch that shit all the time All right, next one here. Drafting this upcoming weekend, I have the third pick in the draft. Bell and Gurley are both most likely gone. Who should I take with my third pick? James in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Dynasty, Zeke,
1: but I'm leaving leading to DJ for three. I'm going to go with Zeke across the board. I don't think you can go wrong either one. Yeah, I agree. Last one here. What was your favorite summertime vacation, Crystal, in Long Beach, California? About five or six years ago, went to Orlando for a weekend, went to some theme parks, After we left there, we went to Fort Myers for a week. And then after a week in Fort Myers, we went to the Keys for seven days, 10 days. That was like almost a month vacation. Crushed it. Summer 2009, I went to Belize. Crushed Crushed my bank account. Crushed my bank account too. Because we were in the Keys. We went to go buy a piece of pizza. My card not declined because oh the fuck yeah we use so many transactions across the state of Florida we had to call Chase and let them know which I'm fine with the security purposes to let them know but look, how big of a dumbass do we look that we couldn't buy a dollar twenty five pizza and we had no cash on us
0: that reminds me of a story that happened to me in Aruba I had that man I had Discover card right It's uh, just credit card only I was, this is 2004 and let's just say I had I got stuck I had to sit in a fucking restaurant for six hours while Trista's mom had to go uh, run around and call to get a transfer uh, from cash because I just used Discover. That shit does not travel worldwide, by the way. So that screwed me over. But I'm going to say summer 2009, I went to Belize, and there was a lot of cool shit to do over there. And we went going to the jungle, saw a bunch of mansions and shit. Sketchy military police with AK-47s and all that
1: kind of stuff. But, uh, but you learned to call your banks and your credit card company let them go to the country now and doing traveling in oh, yeah. the state. So am I. Oh, yeah. And I will say... You could
0: buy a coconut full of rum for like a dollar. And that shit's like half rum. That's some damn cheap shit right there. If you for cheap drinks, man, definitely nice. go to the Caribbean. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No. I'm looking forward to our next show. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. We will release the final leg of the Division of Vision, the NFC West, on Friday. Keep the mailbag coming. Till then, have a great week. Talk to you soon. See ya.
2: Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit fantasysportsstudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com.